What's up, everybody? Welcome to FNG Podcast. We back at it with another episode. I'm Big O. And I'm Gator. Should I do it, fool? Should I fucking do it? How about them fucking Cowboys, fool? Damn near blew it, but they got the fucking W. What's going on with Dak, fool? <sighs> you know... That's my question. What the fuck is going on with Dak? Do you think... A lot of people are speculating that it's the fucking calf that took him out for a game where, you know... Oh... Cooper Rush came in and got us the dub in Minnesota, and that the calf injury is still lingering. I mean, I don't know if it's really the calf, the calf injury. I here's my issue. With, okay, so with Zeke being hurt, that makes us very one dimensional. Like no one is intimidated of our run. It's not just Zeke, fool. We without Pollard too. Well, yeah, but Pollard was out this week because uh, what do you call it? He was hurt, and he'd rather have him back. Like he was only going to be out this week. And honestly, from what I read, he could have been, he could have came in if need be. Now he could have, he could have been. As far as I know, he's going to be out this week too. I mean, maybe they're sending him this week. But from what I, what I had read before was that he had, I guess he had sprained his ankle, right? No, he's got a torn fucking plantum fascia, or whatever the fuck it's called, at the bottom of the foot. He tore it when he ran that big ass run uh, in New Orleans for the touchdown. It was like, what was it, seventy four yards or some shit like that. Well, see, oh, well, then maybe I'm getting confused with somebody else. But I could have swore I thought they said that if need if they needed him, then he could go or he could suit up. But even at that, with the with the hurt run game, we're one dimensional. Yeah, absolutely. But the, even then, dude, like the run game just wasn't working because of the line. I don't think it was the line. I think it was just the people. Nah, I think it's the line. For that line has just been a big old fucking what's the word like melting pot of players put here and put there and. No, no continuity. Like everybody's getting moved around the line, people getting benched. Like okay, so let me let me let me let me put it to you like this: Why don't you blame Zeke for poor runs? Like decision making. Like obviously, I'm watching from a TV, not on the field. So I see, I get to see all the holes that are there. And obviously, on the field is completely different. But at the same time, like there was one I saw him literally. He turned back inside, and he had the outside wide open. He turned he turned it into a two yard gain when it easily could have been a first down, if not more, if he busted it outside. Like that's not on the line. The hole was there. He just didn't hit the hole. So that's not on the like I said, that's not on the line. That's on Zeke. Like I think because Pollard is doing when Pollard was in there, he was doing better than Zeke. That has nothing to do with the line. So the line plays better with Pollard in there than Zeke? How does that work? Well, I'm not saying Zeke's not to blame, fool. I'm you just, just saying you blame the line, but no, I, I am blaming the line. The line, the you, line has not been good. But how can you blame the line if Pollard is getting rushing yards and Zeke's not? Pollard is not always getting rushing yards. Well, yeah. Well, obviously, when they load the box, it's going to be hard to break through. But at the same time, like we we still try to run, and I notice this a lot of the times with Kellen Moore, he tries to describe his or this disguise disguise. I said describe. Disguise his offense. Yeah, yeah. And I get it. So he runs with the front five, and that's all he runs with. Every now and then he'll bring in Schultz or somebody to tight end to be the extra blocker. But oh, sometimes he'll bring in two tight ends, but yeah. Yeah, but he tries to like they try to run it all out of the out of the normal base offense with five with five linemen. And Pollard, he's hit or miss, right? But I still feel like he's a little bit too young. My deal is here, this is this is what it comes down to, because like our rush our rushing on Against Washington, right? With a hurt Zeke was 122 yards. And on top of that, find it out here. Zeke had the most yards by one. 
He beat Clement. Corey Clement. That should tell you something. By one yard. By one fucking yard. And you're telling me that the line is to blame for that? Of course it is. Fool. No, that makes no fucking sense whatsoever. When you have a no-name practice guy coming in and hitting the exact same yards as your star if, running if back. If I'm not mistaken, for the same no-name fucking practice squad fucking running back is the same running back who helped the Eagles win a Super Bowl. Pretty sure he caught a touchdown. So he had one good game, and now you're telling me that. Oh, I'm just saying, you know, you're calling him a no-name practice squad. Like, where was he on the where was he on the team? The practice squad, right? He got signed to the practice squad later in the season. He and, wasn't on the practice squad the whole season. So where was he before that? Nobody wanted him. No, I think he was with somebody, but he did get cut. Yes, you're right. Okay. So some at some point nobody wanted him. Right. Because let's see here. Because it from what I'm seeing on his stats right here, last year he he got cut by Philly, and no he wasn't on a team this year till the Cowboys signed him. Okay. So. Some no name fucking practice guy. <laughs> oh, he helped Philly back, you know, back in his heyday. He helped. He caught a he caught a pass. Well, you know, I'm proud of him. You know, I don't know. I honestly, I I, I just feel like I will give you that our our line has been mixed match, and I will say it's not a top five offensive line, top fifteen, but not a top five. And even at that, so you're saying above average? Yeah, there. I mean, even mixed match and things, they're above. I mean, it's not like. I mean, how many sacks did Dak have? How many how many sacks does he have for the year? Twenty two sacks for the year. Thought it was going to be worse than that. In twelve games, what's actually making me worried is in them interceptions. Twenty four and ten, really, 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 really. Twenty four touchdowns to ten interceptions. Yeah, yeah. No. Like, I was frustrated when he threw that pick six that made it a seven point game. I was frustrated at it, but the more you watch it, the more I'm like, he really didn't see him. But that's still on him, like to not see that defender coming across the the middle of the field. Like that guy was just in the right spot to be able to be concealed by the line as he's coming across, and then being right there on the ball, watching Dak, you know, seeing where he's throwing it and being there in that spot to catch it. So I thought it was just a hell of a play by the defender, and I was I was super frustrated with Dak. But <clears throat> shit happens, fool. Yeah, I'm just saying. I honestly, I truly don't. I don't blame the line. I, I blame decision making right now. I mean, like I said, like I, that was just prime example right there. Zeke, that one, like I said, the one play where he busted it inside and gained two yards when he had the outside completely open and the line had the, had the corner. Like he had the lane. He just didn't take it. So I don't know. So one play. Huh? One play. Well, I mean, that just goes to decision making is what I'm telling you. Okay. Like, like I'm, that's what I'm saying. At, at the same time, where, where does it, cause I, I've heard different arguments, right? I, I hear people complaining the offensive line. Yeah. And I hear people complaining Zeke. I have people complaining Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I mean, people always blame somebody else. In reality, what it is is decision-making. Like, honestly, like Zeke saying, oh, you're, you're going to have to drag me off the field to get me off, right? Cooper did that last year when he was hurt. Remember, he would he would bring himself out to give, himself, to give them the best opportunity. I mean, how he did it. What game was that this year? Uh, New England? Where he kept pulling himself out and he had the fucking little yeah, hammer yeah. tool, whatever the fuck that thing's called, the little pounder thing going on his hamstring. Like, he did it this year already. Yeah. So that's that's what I don't – that's what I'm not liking about the situation. Like, sit Zeke. I'd rather have a healthy Zeke in the playoffs than a limping Zeke in the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sit Especially considering where we're sitting right now 
would be going against either Arizona or L.A. in the first round. Yeah. And I don't I honestly, truly, I don't know if I see us winning any of those games. Not as we sit right now. No, of course not. Like, we won by seven. That was the defensive score. That was the difference maker. True. But you can't knock Washington's defense as well. Because Washington defense is in the top ten. They're one of the top ten in the league. So. Yeah, but they were missing a lot of guys, dude. Like, Chase Young is out for the year. Fucking. Oh, I'm not saying they're perfect, but they're still they're still a top ten. Honestly, I think with, with Chase Young in their lineup, and I think they were missing a, I think they said a safety or a corner or something like that. Something like that. They, and I think even more corners than, than just the, the main one I think you're trying to talk about. Yeah, well, you know, they were missing a few people. But even at that, they're still a top 10. I think, I, honestly, with Chase Young and those corners back in, I think it was a corner and a safety. Something like that. Yeah. But you had those in their top five. Those three out there, top 10. Like, they're still in the top third percent of the fucking league. It's not as if they're, it's not like they went from first to last. You know what I mean? They they still, they still can get out there. But even at that, like the one that Dak, the, the pick six on Dak, I, I don't feel like that was a, I feel like even at that, had he gotten it to the tight end, it was possible that it could have been picked at the tight end. Like, it was trying to fit it in between two defenders. And the, the other guy cut it off. So, I mean, it was like, dude, it's just poor decision. Like, why would you even try to force that? I get you're trying to make a play, but at the same time, dude, he had the corner. He could have just ran it. He could have just ran it, ran out the clock, and been done with. I feel like he's not running it as much anymore either. He's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. Dak, man. Like, he's just, like you said, decision-making. And then, like... I don't know if he's just too much in his head or if he's injured or what, dude. But he was playing at a super high level at the beginning of the year. And now it's just not good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I truly I truly don't know. But I will say this. Like, I, I don't feel like I feel like the Cowboys should make the Super Bowl every year with the team they got. I mean, not Super Bowl, the playoffs. So I don't feel that as an accomplishment. And even if we get a wild card win, I really don't feel that as an accomplishment. I feel like our team. Oh, it should be an accomplishment. No, no because who we're going to play against in the first round? Who we could potentially play. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we still got to finish out the season, and we could actually still have a. Sh- I mean, we do still have a shot at getting a first round by first round overall. Yeah, I think but, we're, we're what fourth, but we're a game out of the. Number yeah, one. exactly. Because everybody else is uh, ten and three or eleven and three if they haven't had their bye. No, ten and, ten and, everyone's ten and three. Oh, okay. So everybody's had their bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think that was I think this past week was the last bye week. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, ten and three and we're nine and four. But LA is also nine and four, but they have the wild card position because Arizona was got the division. Yeah, but they play Arizona one more time, so and the way the the way dude, the way Arizona's like I said, you didn't watch that game, dude, it was horrible. Was it? Fucking horrible. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch it. I had intentions in watching it because of uh, fantasy implications in that game, but uh, I got a little sidetracked and didn't end up watching it. Yeah, so it was a yeah, it was just poor game management by Cliff Kingsbury. It was like a clock thing or what? Yeah, I mean, dude. So they went. So they were down by they were down by seven or down by ten, right? And they go for it on fourth and one, and they didn't. They get stopped with like eight minutes left in field goal range. Down by ten. Then they come down, they get the ball back with, I don't know, two minutes left. And, like, Murray scrambles, gets a first down, they call timeout, move the ball down the field, timeout, timeout, then the clock's running, so they have to clock it, and then they kick a field goal with, like, 40 seconds left. Then they get the onside kick. They all need a field goal, 
And honestly, first play first play that they had that possession, Murray runs for like 23 yards, but it gets called back on a holding. And then the next play, Murray dumps it off and like clock's winding down. It's th- it's like 12 seconds left. They get up to the line and they decide to run a play. I don't know why he didn't kill it. And then he gets sacked for a loss. Like it was just fucking horrible game management. Like I thought the game finished like a 10 point difference. No, it was three. Yeah. No, seven. Oh, seven. Yeah, they needed a touchdown afterwards. Uh, yeah, let me see here. Yeah, you would think you would want to get the touchdown early, not a field goal. Uh, Unless it was fourth down already and they kicked the field goal. Well, they ended up kicking it on fourth down, but that oh, was... Okay. I mean, me personally, I feel like, yes, you're right, but when they had two minutes left and they were in field goal range, like, kick the field goal, and then that way you know what you have to get. You know what I mean? Because if if you stop them or you get the onside and then you're having to throw Hail Marys to try to get the touchdown or, you know, that's different. I, I don't know. I feel like a touchdown would be easier because it's easier to get in a field goal range. But at the same time, if you can't get to the touchdown, then what the fuck? You know what I mean? Why waste so much time? And that's what they did. They burned, I think, a minute and a half off. And then when they got like it was like there was, the commentators were talking about, like, you think about it. They, were, they get this onside. With two minutes left, and you're running a two-minute drill from the 45. Like, you have ample amount of time, but you wasted a minute and a half, and now you got 40 seconds. That That's a big what-if, though, dude. Like, onside kicks don't get converted anymore. Well, there was uh, four successful ones this week. So This week? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't watch very much Red Zone either, so I didn't, I didn't see any of that. Yeah, I guess... This this was just the week of the kicker, I guess, dude, because I didn't know that. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, uh, I guess it's official. The Lions have been ruled out of a playoff position. They got eliminated. With which part? Which game? Uh, I forgot what game it was earlier. I don't know how they were mathematically still eligible, but whatever. <laughs> You've got one win, and yeah. you're still eligible. I mean, they're the only ones that have been eliminated in the NFC. It's fucking nuts. I mean, because I think even the Niners still have a chance to – they have to, like, win out and hope Arizona and L.A. lose a bunch of games. But I think the Niners are still in position to win the division. Well, I thought there was three wild card spots. There are. Yeah, I mean, they're still in the they're in the wild card right now. No, they are. But I'm saying they still are in the in the shot for the division, too. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're three games out. That's what I'm saying. Like, they need to win out and hope that L.A. and, and uh, the Cardinals lose a bunch of games. What about DeAndre Hopkins being out for the rest of the regular season? I don't. I didn't even see what happened to him. To be honest with you, I didn't either. But I didn't even know he was injured or anything like that until today when I saw the the news on it. And at first, it was fucking clickbait as fucking shit, dude. Because it was like DeAndre Hopkins is out for the season, and I was like, oh shit. And then you click on it, and I'm like, oh, he's out for the regular season. The remaining regular season, he should. They're hoping he's. He makes recovery to be back during the playoff. I was like, man, dude, like when you say he's out for the season, like he's out for the season, like not fucking. Well, they, I, I just read it said they're hopeful that they'll have him back. Yeah, they're hopeful, but so there's the there's the chance that he comes back for the postseason. Shit, Derrick Henry's about to be back. Is that your running back? Huh? Is that your running back for what? Fantasy for? No, 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 no. But Tennessee's still in the playoff hunt. Like they're. Like all, they're they're outside looking in? No, 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 no. They're still in. Oh, I think they're number two or number three in the in the league, but in the conference, right? Yeah, in the conference, they're number one in their division. 
Oh, excuse me. But they were talking about uh, like they've been holding on by like they're grabbing at strings because everybody's been hurt. But uh, who who's coming back for them? Julio Jones is coming back. I think this week. Uh, AJ Brown comes back next week, and they're thinking that Derrick Henry will be cleared by next week. So as long as they hold off the way they have been, they'll have all their star players back by playoff time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's the way I was feeling until, you know, we see Zeke hobbling around on the field and uh, Tony Pollard tore that fucking muscle in his foot. I, I don't even want to try to say it, dude. It's like plantar fascia or some shit like that. But, um, but yeah, that's the way I was feeling with us getting Demarcus Lawrence back, Gregory back, fucking uh, who's that other motherfucker that came back? Oh, and then we lose fucking Tyron Smith again to an ankle injury. <sighs> when I think we're getting healthy, we're getting more fucked up. Well, Tyron Smith got rolled up on, right? I think so, yeah. Or he rolled up on himself when he was blocking. I think he, he was working backwards and he, he rolled over himself. Yeah, see, I told you. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, are they were battling both battling lower body injuries and they're both being game-time decisions. Okay. So we'll see a lot more of Clement. He's going to make a touchdown catch for him. I'll tell you that right now. Calling it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, honestly, they should just sit them both. We we got a decent lead, I guess, for now. We're up with three games. Shit, uh, I saw the scenario for us. If we win and Washington loses this week, we clinch the East. Yeah, so. They got to lose to Philadelphia, and we need to beat the Giants. And we clinch the East. So we'll for sure have a home game, playoff game. No matter how much we think we're not going to win it, the way we're playing. Yeah, I, I don't know, dude. I truly do not know. All I know, all I know is Green Bay is looking on fire. I know. I don't like to say it though, so I'll just let you say it. Tampa's looking good. New England's looking good. Fucking Brady, dude. What? What? What is he? Forty-two. Yeah. He'll be forty-three next year. I'd be down for a fucking Brady Belichick Super Bowl for. What? I'd be down for that as well. I mean, it. They. They've said. I was looking at one of the stats for Brady since joining the Bucks. And all of his red zone trips, he's 60 and 0. He scores every time he's in the red zone. Oh, 60 touchdowns and zero interceptions. Oh. 60 in fucking two years. Well, I guess that includes the playoffs. But Basically, he's never thrown a pick in the end zone. Yeah. I mean, in the red zone. In the red zone. Yeah, I don't think it's anything about fumbles. Cause I think he fumbled one, but still. Mm-hmm. God damn, dude. Tom Brady, man. He's a fucking goat. Shit, he went off against Buffalo. Yeah, because that was another one I was hoping. I was hoping that the Bills could pull it out, dude. But just like I was hoping the Bears were going to pull it out. We need those teams to lose, fool. Got to help out the Cowboys since they can't help out themselves. You were hoping? You can be hopeful, fool. I mean, you can be hopeful. I'm I'm realistic, but you can be hopeful. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, the Bears are going to beat the Packers, fool. Like, no, dude. Like, I'm just hopeful that they can, like. Any given Sunday, fool, you can hope. I didn't think they were going to do it. I was just like, man, dude, I'd be happy if they pull it out. I'd be happy if they finish the, or if they beat them, not finish them. I don't even think the Bears ever had a lead. See fucking Loma fight on Saturday? Uh, I caught the tail end of it because I, I kept thinking it was next weekend, and then I opened up ESPN, and it said it was on, and I was like, fuck. Well, yeah, we watched that Loma fight. Dude, I fucking forgot, man. I don't know how I could forget this. Amanda Nunez got choked out on Saturday. The unstoppable beast in the UFC has been stopped. Pena fucking choked her out in the second round. Dude, fucking nuts. 
You lost your shit or what? No, nah, dude, I was fucking like, I thought Nunez was going to run all over her. And she got caught one time and it, it fucked her up. That goes to show you that one hit can fuck somebody up. Is that what happened? She got stunned and then taken down? She got stunned and she couldn't recover. because of, So the first round, Nunez won single-handedly. Like, she had her beat. So she came out, like, super excited. Pena had reach on her, had height on her, and had weight on her. But even at that, like, Nunez was inside just pegging her. And that second round, she caught her right right on the brim of the nose, and you see her kind of stumble. And then her hands were going a little bit slower than they were. And she just kept getting tagged and tagged and tagged and tagged. And, like, she throws something, miss, get tagged, boom, boom. And she went down, and she took her back and fucking choked her. And, it, and she looked in fucking amazement. Like, Pena was looking at her like, Did that just happen? Please don't kill me. You know what I mean? And then she hugged her and embraced her. Like, Pena's face was all fucking bruised and battered and celebrating and all this other shit. And so. so she took a title, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think Nunez is going to get a rematch. Of course. I'm pretty sure she'll win that one. Loma's a fucking asshole, though. Why? Loma is a fucking asshole. Why? I can't remember if it was the second or third round. Oh, see, I missed that. I started yeah. in, like, literally the ninth round. Oh, yeah, no. Tenth round, something like that. Yeah, no, you missed all the all the drama. Oh, I'm sure. I was so pissed off that I forgot. I could have sworn it was this coming weekend. No, that's the uh, Jake Paul fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Loma Loma tagged him and dropped him, uh, like, second or third round. And he tells the corner, like, do you want me to keep going or are you going to throw in the towel? Oh, yeah, he said he was real concerned about him. Yeah, yeah, he they said. Did, they did talk about that after the fight. I was listening to the, the interviews and stuff afterwards. And then, oh, no, 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 excuse me. I think that was the, the sixth or seventh round. Because in the in the second round, he tagged him, right? And he moved back and you could see him stumble. And he goes, no, 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 you go to your corner. With like 10 seconds left in the round, he sent him to his corner. <laughs> Loma's like, no, no, no. You go ahead and go. Well, I'll get you next round. And Loma starts walking to his corner, and then the bell rings. And I'm like, dude, what a fucking dick, right? <laughs> like, he knows he's beating the shit out of this dude, and he's just like, no, 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 no. Go go get your rest. Go get some water. Cut you some slack. Yeah. But no, dude, yeah. he, he When he knocked him down and fucked him up that that one round, and he, he went to his, he told that corner, like, you want me to keep going? And I give, I give, I don't even know the name of the guy he was fighting, but I give him credit because he was throwing punches like with his heart. He went. Yeah, that's what the referee said. Like, you know, he kept throwing punches, so you know I wasn't gonna call the fight. Yeah, no, no, no. He threw punches. It wasn't doing any damage. Like, I think not one punch from the ninth round up did he. I think Loma had like sixty-one percent power punches landed, dude. Like, yeah, it was dirty, dude. It was fucking dirty. Damn near two. He was pretty close to like every two shots he power punch he threw, he fucking landed. Yeah, I mean two out of three, just shy of that. Yeah, so I don't know, dude. It was a good. It was a good weekend for fighting. Yeah, that that Nunez fight was fucking like shocking. Uh, Oliveira and and Poirier fought. Oliveira won, choked him out second round. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? So I had my doubt in Oliveira. Right, I didn't think he was a good champion. Not saying he's not a good person, but I just I kind of had mixed feelings about him. And and Poirier's had a good like a good run lately. You know, he had the McGregor fight, and then he I forgot who he fought before, but then he fought Poirier for the title, and I'm like, shit, it's gonna be a good match. And the first round was pretty good, but second round got fucked up. So on to the next one, I guess. Not Derek Lewis is fighting this weekend. 
the Black then, Beast. Then we got the Jake Paul fight. This. Yeah, but I think that one's on Sunday. I gotta. I can't remember. You know what? I think you're right. I have to find somebody who's streaming it for free on Facebook. Number 18. Oh, no, that's Saturday. Because who fights on US? Cub Swanson, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, and then Derek Lewis. Oh, no, Oliveira won in the third round. Sean O'Malley fought, too. He knocked that dude out in the first round. That was a good fight. Have you decided if you like that dude? I don't. I really don't. He had, So, my deal is he hasn't fought anybody that has been worth a shit. Okay? Like, he's he's behind all the hype. He's doing all the shit talking, but it's like... Yeah, because he came up in... He came on the on and up uh, in uh, that show, right? The Ultimate Fighter, yeah. Like, that's where he got his start, was being on that show and fighting his way in. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm, I'm not saying that he's not a, a good fighter. I just don't like him. Per- like, he's trying to be too much like the next McGregor, and I don't like that. McGregor's McGregor, and that's it? Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, I lost a lot of respect for McGregor whenever he did the whole Khabib thing. Like, I, I didn't mind the shit talking, but when he got out of control, that's when I was just like, dude, calm the fuck down. Obviously, and he even said it, he was doing it for the money, for the hype behind it, but he didn't need to do all that extra shit. Like, the hype was already behind it. Khabib versus McGregor was going to be epic. And then even adding to that, like, I wanted McGregor to get his ass whooped, and he did. So, I mean, I, I just don't I don't understand. I, I, that's why I didn't like him, or I lost a lot of respect for him, but I don't know. Just like everybody lost the respect for Lopez with his dad talking all that shit. and Recently? Yeah, well, he was talking about, I guess they did an interview because the fight happened with last weekend. Yeah. I know I know we talked about it, but it, yeah, his dad was just reiterating again that he'll never, his son will never fight at that weight again because it takes too much out of him and that, that we gave him that fight even though that we know that we won and shit like that again. It was just Oh, like, so his dad was reemphasizing the same shit Lopez yeah, was saying yeah. after the fight. So it's just like, dude, come on, dude. You you fucking got your ass whooped. You got your bell rung in the first in the first quarter or in the first half or the first round. Jesus. Yeah, I knew you'd get it eventually, fool. Yeah, well in the first quarter, first half, first uh round. Yeah. Well hanging out with you makes me do that shit, apparently. <laughs> I do not I know, fools. Yeah. <laughs> strokes I, don't I, I, <laughs> Strokes aren't contagious, fool. Calm down. Yeah, so I guess, uh, what, move on to the... The sad news? The tragedies, I guess, going on here. Have you, I mean, I'm guessing you saw all the pictures and stuff of, you know, the aftermath. And... Dude, I saw the video from that guy's house. They had a doorbell uh, cam. Like a ring. Yeah. And it was like, <coughs> you could see the tornado off in the distance, and it was just, it was fucking huge. Was it? But they said that tornado was on the ground for 270 fucking miles. I mean, yeah, it hit like what? Five or six different states? Yeah, it was just... That is insane, though. 270? Yeah. Like, dude, that's fucking nuts, man. And it, it... I mean, it's sad, dude. You hear these fucking stories coming out of the... And it's just like, man. Like, kids dying and shit like that, dude. It's just fucking... Those goddamn hurricanes, fool. Yeah. Goddamn hurricanes. Well, you know them hurricanes come... You know how you stop those hurricanes, right? Yeah, get your vaccinations. There you go. Yeah, man, but that shit's sad, dude. But, I mean, it's it's fucking nature, dude. Like, you know, like the snowstorm. It was it was Texas's fault because we weren't prepared, you know. So, I want I want to know who they're going to blame for this disaster. Who's at fault for this disaster? Why weren't they prepared? Like, you can't fucking... It, it's fucking nature, dude. Like, you can try to be prepared, but, you know, when it's something that's devastating... As like whatever category storm or uh, tornado that was, 
think they said it was going to be over a five or whatever. I don't know how they do the category. Yeah, no, F5 is the biggest you can go. And, uh, I mean, like, it, that's a fucking powerful fucking storm, dude. Like, and the d- destruction it left in its path. Like, I watched the aerial footage. They did a drone of one, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, dude, this is like the way they make movies look for yeah. destruction in World War Two, where they're bombing cities in Germany and shit. Like, this is the kind of shit you see there. It was crazy. Like, I mean, just completely fucking leveled. Yeah, but see, the thing about it, this is what pisses me out, though. Like, <clears throat> like the reports are coming out. You you were talking about the Amazon warehouse. Yeah. And I, I read the report of the of the candle. It was like a candle-making warehouse. Mm-hmm. And in both scenarios, I think both scenarios, they were both threatened to be fired if they left. Well, I don't know about the Amazon. I know that. I don't, I, don't, I don't know about that detail. But I think, oh, you know what I think it was with what I heard about the Amazon one? Was because in the Amazon warehouse, you can't have your cell phone. So there was no way for the employees to get the alert that a tornado was coming. Okay. So that's why they weren't alerted. So they were just working and a fucking tornado hit. No, I think they knew because the one that I read was talking about that his girlfriend, he texted his girlfriend because I guess he texted her every day towards the end of his shift, right? And uh, he said, hey, I'm filling up the, the truck, getting ready to take it back to the warehouse and then I'll be on my way home. Um, and then the last text message she got was that he had said that, Hey, I'm, I was getting ready to come home, but you know, they won't let me leave until the storm passes. And that was the last thing she got. But that was a driver though, right? Yeah. He was driving, but he was back at the warehouse where they wouldn't let him leave. Mm. Yeah. I, I, dude, truly. I, I have no idea. Like I said, the one I My, saw. Okay. You know, finish real quick. Yeah. The one, the one I saw with the candle, they, they were threatened with being fired. Uh-huh. And then, and then on top of that, they're talking about that the company isn't held responsible for that because it was on the person. But like, dude, that's their job. Like, it's not as if they can, you know, what I mean, oh, we're gonna get fired and I, and I can't feed my family. Well, what do you think? What do you think they're gonna do? And now, now there's deaths on that. Like, I think the company should be held responsible. My per, I mean, that's my personal opinion. Like, yeah, yeah, and I, I understand that, but I think a reason I, now the whole if you leave. See, and and that's the double-edged sword because you, no, not the, if you leave, you get fired part, right? That That's completely out of the question. Like, that should never be any kind of fucking, like, repercussion of you, you know, trying to get home. Right. Ever. Period. But the double-edged sword is if they tell them to stay, they look like, and, they, and then they pass away like they didn't. Or if they go try to go home and they die on their way home, then the family's like, "Why did you let them leave?" You know what I mean? Well, but the the, the thing about it was though, with in that scenario, it's not like they were asking to leave two minutes before the tornado came. It's the tornado was on the ground and it had been on the ground and was moving that way. So when they got the alerts, like, "Hey, you know, we're gonna prompt you to go find shelter, find shelter." You know, it could be in head. You know, if the storm doesn't dissipate, it can be in your in your region in the next 20 to 30 minutes. And that's when they were asking. So in 20, 30 minutes, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. That's what happened with the Amazon one. She was like, when they told him that he couldn't leave, it was 20 minutes before the storm hit the warehouse. We live 14 minutes away. He could have made it home. Right. And it would have been a different story. But at the same time, you know, yours was a warehouse, right? Or a factory. Yeah. And then Amazon's was a warehouse. Like, they're telling you to seek shelter. You're you're in a shelter. You know it's yeah. it's, a, it's it's just like a school full. Like they tell you now, depending on where they were, you know, during a a 
tornado storm, you know, seeking shelter is finding the mo- innermost part of the building. Now, whether or not they actually did that, if they had the training to do that, or if management told them to do that or whatever, is another story. Yeah, but but, but I mean, look, it, it's like this. Would you feel safe at the shop? That's the way those warehouses are built. Well, yeah, I understand that, but it's still a shelter. Like that's not it's better shelter. than being out in the open. No, hell no, hell no. Uh, honestly, they say the safest place is like a storm or storm drainage ditch. Yeah, the ditch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, honestly, over here at the sh- at the shop, I would fuck that. You go find a ditch. Yeah. Well, we we had that drill here over here. Oh, when you were working there. Yeah, because the tornado hit like right. I mean, like maybe like three miles away from here. And was heading this way. Like when all that flooding and all that shit happened. I think you said it was right before y'all moved over here. But like when all that shit happened, tornadoes and all that. Yeah, dude, we were all in parts. Doc had... Doc- the, the most inner part of the building, correct? Well, the place that had bricks. The mo- the innermost part of the building, correct? Mm, yeah. So, I mean, that, but, that that's training. like. But even know. at that, like... But that's the thing. Because the innermost part of the building in shop two was not parts like they had their own you know what i mean yeah but they made them call come to parts but it was also because there's brick in the wall not cheap not yeah sheet metal and, yeah yeah but even look honestly and some rinky dink fucking iron bars holding everything up yeah i mean you you take one screw out that whole building is coming <laughs> down you know i hope you don't know which screw that is yeah, well, no if shit. i see you roll up with an impact no but i mean i also figure that being in kentucky they're part of Tornado Alley, so they, they honestly... They, yeah, I mean, they also... I'm pretty sure they have shelters that uh, were built in. cellars. Yeah. But but at the same time, it's hard to say if people are in the wrong or the right because of the destruction of the fucking tornado. Like, dude, that was just insane. It's a freak of nature. Like, that that was one of the strongest tornadoes, like, I think they said, like, top 10 20, ever. 2011 is the last storm that was anything like that, I think. Yeah. It was 2011. So, I mean, you think about that, like... This is a once in a in a decade. Pretty much about ten years ago, yeah. Yeah, once in a decade storm, and two hundred and seventy miles. Like, I mean, how many tornadoes? I, I've been through probably maybe four tornadoes in my life, and the most I've ever seen one, and that was the biggest one that I'd ever seen, had been on the ground was on the ground for like maybe fifteen miles. But you're talking and about you've seen it. Well, like I, I was witness to it, not like out there fucking filming this motherfucker. <laughs> but you saw the funnel. Well, like I saw the one when I lived in Del Valley, I saw I went through three tornadoes in the area. Actually, all in the same spot, all at the airport. Three, three yeah, of them yeah, all yeah. hit at the airport. Okay, which was two miles away from my house at the time. No, not even, not even. Take that back. Like a mile and a half at most. Like honestly, the last one that we went through, which was like maybe twenty fourteen, like our house in Del Valley was shaking. Like that's why. That's why. Ranger, my dog, you know, he's he's scared of tornadoes because I left his ass in the kennel. I fucked up. I left his ass in the goddamn kennel. I felt so bad afterwards because, cause it, dude, it, it came at like 11.45 at night. Like, all my kids are asleep. Like, I'm getting ready to go to bed. All of a sudden, we get a weather alert. And it's like a uh, possible tornado. And normally, we'd, we'd go sit on the porch and, like, watch the rain because we had a big front porch. And so I went to, like, open the front door, and I was like, well, let me go see how, how bad it is. And they fucking yanked the door out of my hand. Like, put a hole in the wall, yanked the door. Like, the little stopper that it has on the that we had on the outside, gone. That bitch got smushed by that front door. And I was like, what the fuck? And I look over, and we had a tree in our, in our front yard. Big old, like, uh, oak tree. And this thing had been there for 
forever. And when I say forever, I mean, it was probably, it was there. My gramps built the fence around it when they moved in there and they had lived there for 41 years. So it'd probably been there 50, 60 years. And that motherfucker was touching the car. Like, <laughs> like we trimmed the trees so that it was like maybe 15 feet of clearance. But that motherfucker was touching the cars. Like it was touching the top of my pops' truck. And I'm like, that ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> then we looked it up on our phones and Jen was like, there's a tornado on the ground. And I was like, fuck. So I grabbed the kids, threw them in the laundry room, got them ready. And uh, so I've been in, uh, like, that tornado was, that was the closest that had ever been to us. And it was, it was fucking scary. And that was like a little F1. Like, I don't even think it was an F1. It was an F0, but it had like 85 mile an hour wind gusts and shit like that. Like, when that, when the house was shaking and it sounded like a fucking freight train, like, I was like, this is it. Like, I literally threw my kids, Jen, everybody in there, grabbed the mattress, threw it on the kids, and I laid on top. I was like, fuck this. Like, they're going to survive. I'm not. I don't give a fuck. Then it, then it died down. And I let them out. But we didn't have power for, like, hours. So and where was Ranger for? In the kennel. He was safe. Yeah, he was in, he was in the kennel. When, I, when everything died down and the, the lights were all out and shit, and I was like, all right, y'all guys. We checked our phones, and they said that it had passed or whatever. All I hear is, and I was like, oh, shit, the dog. <laughs> he was all shaking. And then now, now, little little crack of thunder, and he's fucking shivering in the corner. He's going back to Nam, fool. He's having flashbacks. This motherfucker forgets the dog. Man, I better call Peter on your ass. Shit, that motherfucker, that, that damn dog. Them damn dogs got a better life. <laughs> ah, man. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Like, I remember, you know, tornadoes being in the area but it was never anything you you lived out in the sticks and in the valley fool see i'm figuring you were a lot closer to that shit than i was but the sticks motherfucker <laughs> like eight minutes from downtown the fuck you talking about the sticks you're living out in the sticks fool just ask wood fool he's from the same area now nah, wood lives wood lives out in the sticks <laughs> he got satellite internet and that's it at least i had motherfucking you live out in the sticks. He's all like, hey, he's got satellite internet, but I had dial-up. Yeah. It's, I live 1.5 miles from the major airport. <laughs> like a major airport. And you're like, oh, he lives the, out in the, the sticks. The major airport ain't even in downtown Austin, full Calm down. Yeah, but it that's still, I mean, it's Austin. What? I mean, how many airports are that you know are in downtown? I mean, I didn't say they were. Yeah, exactly, motherfucker. <laughs> I know they don't put them out in the sticks to take that much. <laughs> Sure they do, fool. Right, damn motherfuckers like, oh, what's this? What is this Walmart? <laughs> Never seen one of those. This oh man, I knew that's what you sounded like back in the day, fool. Growing up in the sticks, motherfucker. <laughs> what's it called? But uh, yeah, I mean, back to a more serious note, fool. Like, I still don't even know what the fucking toll is for all that destruction, like death toll. Like you talked about them pulling out kids and stuff like that, like. <sighs> It, it's fucking disheartening for like it's just crazy how much damage that shit caused and then just the amount of people that you know lost their lives yeah i mean dude uh yeah right now it's it's more than 80 i think the last one i saw earlier in the week the last one i saw was 70 when i looked it up today it was like 88 yeah and then the governor came out and said that he thinks they'll be over 100 by the end of the weekend yeah, there's. I mean, they're still going through shit. Like, dude, they, I mean, there's just so much shit to go through. Like, it's just that much damage. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fucking bad, man. It it, it truly is fucking bad. And I mean, like I said, I, 
I feel for all those all those people. And I mean, honestly, I, I on Bobby, I had to wake up and take my kids the other day, and Bobby Bones was doing like a, a advertisement or not an advertisement, but a uh, like picking up donations, and I donated. I was like, yeah, here, you know, here's twenty. Bucks. Shit, they were supposed that during the Cowboys game. Saying, you know, donate to Red Cross, blah, blah, blah. Text this number or text donate to this number or whatever this, their yeah thing was. But, uh, I mean, shit, I feel like fucking donating, dude. I mean, that's some fucking crazy-ass damage. Those families are going to need help. They More than likely, like, those were small towns. Well, not more than likely they were small towns, but they were small towns. But more than likely, nobody there has anywhere to go. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, this is this is where I see like these are the times where I feel like Americans should come together. Like, like for me to donate twenty bucks, like I'm alive and well. What is twenty bucks to help out a family in need? You know what I mean? Like this, this these are troubling times for them. Like, dude, this is right around Christmas. No shit, dude. they just I, lost. Some, I mean, you know, obviously, I know it's almost Christmas time, but it didn't even dawn to me about going through those kind of troubles. Like, yeah, dude, like during Christmas, like that's yeah. fucking crazy. I mean, so like, dude, I, I feel I feel completely bad. Honestly, I I told I told Jen I was like, man, you know, if they really if they do like need workers, I'd go. Go drive up there. Yeah, I mean, what I mean, what what is it gonna cost me? A few days and a couple hundred bucks? Like, you know what I mean? Like, dude, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I I you know we always talk about you know division. I mean, you got of course like Joe Biden is dumbass. He, he's a fucking idiot. Like, he shouldn't have even gone. What was the point of him going? To say that he went. Yeah, but that's fucking stupid. But I do feel like this this is the way I, I truly feel. Like, you know, Americans, we have our differences. You know, we pick political sides. We have different opinion on things. But when tragedy strikes like this, dude, this is this is our time to shine. This is what to show what, you know, Americans are. Like, it don't matter what color you are. It don't matter what race, you know, what race, what religion, none of that shit, right? Right now, all we know is 100 Americans, possibly over 100 Americans, have passed away from a tornado and you know countless thousands of fucking families that are without homes without jobs without clothes without you know what i mean so i mean truly like this is our time to shine to show that we're united like it, this should not be there should be no question that if you can donate donate if you can't donate money you can donate time you can donate clothes like dude there's so much different shit you can do to help out in this situation like like especially right now in the time like the holidays it's about giving and giving back to the community and shit like that like we always i don't know i don't know if you do but i know we do like we always do coats for kids blue donate to blue santa brown santa like all those shit like always charities yeah you know what you know what's crazy though is i i always hate like they're like do you want a receipt for this and i'm like no i'm not doing this for i didn't even know that was a thing to get a receipt for it yeah yeah it's all tax deductible but like i tell them like i'm like what what do you want me to get a receipt for so I'm not doing this for the tax. I'm doing this for kids, man. I know what it's like to grow up fucking poor. Just to get one fucking present, you know, as a as a young kid, you know, you get some fucking Hot Wheels or something like that. Like, like don't get me wrong. Like, you know, you you always got to cherish what you get. But, you know, it sucks, dude. People fucking struggle and family struggle in this time of need. So, like I like I said, me truly, I, I feel like, you know, this is a time to donate. And no matter what, like this, this is, it's nothing. Shouldn't be nothing. Should never be. Like what were you talking about the lady? Was it you that was telling me about the lady with the? I think we talked about it last week when he was bitching out the guy with one leg. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was at the end. Yeah. That I brought it up. Yeah, like that one. Like, like there's. She was she was upset about the parking spot. Yeah, there's and there's no need for that shit. 
throwing her drink coffee at the at the tr- car and stuff. And he even said he was like, I was willing to move until you know she came at me like that and yelling and and throwing stuff in my car. And she you know instead of just coming and talking to me, you know she wanted to behave like that. But I mean, yeah, I mean, fucking, it's crazy, dude. It's a crazy ass world. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you know me, for I'm always like, eh, I ain't got nothing to do with me. Eh, I ain't into Texas, fool. Eh, I don't give a shit. Like, but I mean, that that's, I mean, just looking at the devastation of that fucking tornado, dude, it's just like, fuck. What would I do if I was in that position? Have no home, have no belongings. Like, what would I fucking do? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I'm a person that doesn't cry a lot, right? Okay. But I did show, I did see this one thing. Craig Morgan did a song like a while back, right? Called This Ain't Nothing. And it's talking, it, it's pretty much the same thing. They're talking about like a tornado hit and the old man's telling him his story. You know, he lost his wife and, you know, lost his wife after so many years and shit like that. And dude, like I saw a clip. So I guess someone made it on YouTube with this song of this shit. And it was just like, dude, it was so touching because it's like, man, it's true. You know, those people, you know, no telling what these people have gone through. And then now to add this into it. And that's why I say like, man. Show support, you know, they, they need as much support as they can get, you know, financially, fucking mentally. Like, dude, this just has to be fucking devastating for people. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I fucking shed a tear when I saw that. I was like, man. Like you said, I couldn't, ima- I couldn't imagine going through that. And then on top, I think what hurt me the most was, like, because they were talking, like, they showed the picture, like, a couple of the kids that had passed, stuff like that. And it was just like, I, like, I couldn't imagine losing a kid to something so crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's just so it's a freaking nature for like that's why I say like I'm just waiting to see who they're going to blame. It's going to be some kind of governing body's fault or some company's fault. It, it was a fucking freaking nature, dude, like this. I mean, that's just the way it is. Like, Well, I mean, they're already saying that it was contributed to global warming is what's causing these these phenomena. Yeah, but it's like and this this is what kind of pisses me off about the whole globe, right? Like they talking about, oh, it's the, it. You know, we we had the worst hurricane season. It just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Hurricane season this year wasn't that bad. No, I mean nothing. Like we had like four major hurricanes nah, that, that actually right. hit landfall, as opposed to last year. I think we had like thirteen, some random ass shit like that. So it's like, like you. But they were they weren't lying, dude. Like as far as I can remember back, like it seemed like every hurricane season was getting worse and worse and worse and worse until. Last year was the peak, I guess. Well, it's like a cycle, though. It's like you said. This was the worst tornado. Since, like, 2011. Since 2011. So, I mean, every 10 years, we're going to have a horrible tornado. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's to me, it's just a cycle. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to... How are you going to blame global warming for a tornado that, you know... Oh, well, they're just going to get stronger and stronger. No, this one... The same tornado happened 10 years ago. I don't know if it was necessarily in the same area, but it was no, close. No, I think the one 10 years ago was the one that hit went through Oklahoma. Mm. And it hit Oklahoma City. Yeah, I remember. When when was the Gerald tornado? That's when I was. That's what I'm worried about or wondering about. 97. Yeah, that was, that was fucking bad. Holy shit. I didn't realize it was that fucking bad. It was 0.75 miles wide. What? The, the tornado. one? This past one? No, 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 no. The one in, the one in Gerald. Oh. The one that happened in 97. The top three wind gusts were between 261 miles an hour and 318. It's a wind gust. It's blowing outside a little hard, and it's like 15 right now, you know? Yeah, that's uh, 
That's fucking nuts. But I mean, that's what I'm saying, dude. It's like it's hard. I hope I I truly truly hope that they do not try to turn this into like some political shit. Oh, they are, dude. Like, well, they are, but it, it's gonna turn political. It always does. They'll find a way to make one side look bad or or good or whatever. Yeah, it's fucking. Let's see, it says more than a thousand properties were destroyed. More than seventeen thousand homes and businesses remain without power. Damn. Yeah, this is the one of them challenges the record from 1925. Yeah, I just saw this thing from Jim Spencer. He said that a storm moving through the through the plains tonight is doing something that he's never seen before, producing tornadic severe thunderstorms, which are moving at 100 miles per hour. 100 miles per hour, not producing 100 miles per hour winds, moving at a forward speed of 100 miles per hour. It's like the clouds are moving at 100 miles. It's fucking nuts. And where is that? Uh, Nebraska. Okay. That was at 4 o'clock, and I actually looked at that storm, and it's already... I was looking on the radar, and that line of thunderstorms is already in halfway through Kansas City, Missouri, and Wisconsin, Chicago. That's, what, state and a half over? A little over six hours? Yeah, about 600 miles in six hours. Yeah, that's about right. That's fucking snowing in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Is that a hurricane? Oh, a typhoon. Where at? Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Heading straight for Vietnam and Hong Kong. Damn. There's a tropical depression, turn into a tropical storm, and turn into a typhoon. I never heard, understood the whole geographical differences between hurricane, typhoon, and there's one other one. I don't know. I, I was reading something earlier about this uh, This day. Well, this day after tomorrow, like the movie event, is actually happening right now. So there's an iceberg the size of Florida right now that's broken. And within the next five years, it could drop into the ocean and cause a day after tomorrow event. A major climate shift. Yeah. Luckily, we're in Texas. Texas was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we saw we saw how Texas looked when the day after tomorrow happened. Like everybody's just trying to cross the border the other way. Good thing that wall's not built. Yeah, no shit. Right. We're going to be crossing illegally into Mexico. Shit. I'm not. I'll be at home. <laughs> I mean, this time I'm more prepared for the winter winter storm. Like, I, honestly, I truly think we're gonna have another winter like we did last year. I don't think this is the same way. This is the same way it was last year. Eighties nah. in fucking mid December. Yeah, it wasn't cold last year. It didn't co- get cold till like middle of January last year. We'll see. I know I ain't driving in that shit, fool. So if it snows again like it did and it fucking ices over like it did, I ain't going into work. Motherfucker, you can't walk. In dry heat conditions, what makes you think you're gonna be able to walk in cold icy conditions? What what is what are you talking about walking? Because you're gonna have to walk to the car, motherfucker. You couldn't even oh, walk inside. Oh, you're talking about walking to the car. I'm yeah. like, what the hell are you talking about? I mean, you're right, fool. So last thing I got, fool, is uh the the NFL lost a great player. You know, he he was retired, but you know his legacy will live on. Denver is supposed to be having a special ceremony for him. Is uh we're speaking about. Demarius, yeah, Demarius Thomas passed away. Uh, when when was that for? Like Friday last week, Saturday? I think it was Friday. Yeah, I think it was Friday when news broke that he had passed away. Have they confirmed that he died from seizures while in the shower? Uh, no, not yet. No, it's just that 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 whole thing is a crazy story. Fool that you know. I had no idea that he was even in a major accident, or and if I did, I forgot. But that that's where the whole his. All his seizure episodes started with he had a major accident that he was in, and it 
it start he started having seizures and apparently he he didn't like being home alone because the seizures were so uh frequent right so he didn't want to be home alone so he'd have friends and family staying over and stuff like that to help in case you know something happened well i'm not sure i thought it i thought they said it was like his his help i don't remember if it was like a butler or a maid or something like that but they were the one that found him in the shower with the shower running and he was already gone and i was like man that dude that that's fucking crazy and he was 33 years old you know freshly retired getting to enjoy life after football and he's gone i mean i i mean i don't know what to say i mean he like he passed away but like it sucks i feel sad but i don't understand why everybody was so like shocked about it you know what i mean like my brother-in-law the way he was talking about like like i get don't get me wrong he's young yeah i mean i'm 33 and he passed away from a seizure and uh, an accident you know what i mean yeah but i feel like they emphasize it because he was a football player and i'm just like of course but that's exactly what it is yeah but i mean that like at the same time like it like i was more saddened about vicente passing away than i was demarius thomas of course you're a bigger fan of vicente than you were no i actually like demarius thomas but i mean i just don't i don't glorify i don't want to glorify his death because he was a fucking athlete you know what I mean? So you glorify a singer's death because he was a singer? I mean... Like, it's the same thing. Have I posted anything? No, I'm not saying that. Okay, well, then how am I fucking going to... I'm just saying, like, everybody was like, oh, my God, I'm so in shock. He oh, had, I mean, well, yeah, he I, mean, had an I was in shock. He had an accident and, and I, I, passed away. I, I see what you're talking about, like, glorifying, like, sharing and doing all that stuff. Like, Yeah. Like, like I, I took the news in and I was like, man, that sucks. Like, that's crazy. He's 33 years old and then yeah. I left it alone. Like... I just don't. I just don't like that they put him on a different pedestal because he was an NFL player. I mean, it's the same thing with Kobe. He was a basketball player. Yeah, but I mean, Kobe was different because he was considered in, in that goat conversation. Well, I just no. Well not, well, not even that. Like his was different because of the the tragedy that happened with his daughter and the families that were there. Like the way it happened. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. It it was sad that, that Kobe died, but the way that he died. With his daughter just made it that much worse. Like I like I said, don't get me wrong. I was sad that Kobe died. Yeah, but I was not like in tears and oh, of course buying his jersey and shit like that. I mean, I, I didn't know the guy. I knew him as an NBA guy, and that was it. You know, and a rival. I mean, not even at that. Like I I gave him his respect. You know. Oh yeah, I mean he was fucking good. But at the same time, like like I don't know. It's just something about it. It's just like I had to, I, I I think just right now and, and with everything going on, like. That was that was my deal. Like because he was a football player, he had his own story. And then like when they talked about the people in the tornado, all those people was a group of people. You know what I mean? So one person died, hundred people died, but the one person got glorified, and the hundred people didn't. And vice, you know what I mean? That's that's the way I see it. I'm like, yes, it's tragic that someone died, but you shouldn't you shouldn't glorify it more because he was known and these people weren't type deal. Well, I mean, that's what's gonna happen. Like, well, I, that's, that's what, the whole thing about being known is that, you know, well, people are going to talk about you. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't like it. I just, like, it was sad so you that you don't he like famous people. No, I don't like the glorification. Like, like if I died, like, I don't want an ad in the paper and shit like that. I don't want shit posted on Facebook. Like, I died. Like, move on. I mean, you fucking gator, fool. It's going to get posted on Facebook, fool. Everybody's going to be mourning. Like, no, I mean, like, me personally, like I told everybody, like, when I died. It's like, going to be a candlelight vigil. No, nah, don't nobody like, fucking cry for me. There you go, fool. Like it's gonna happen, fool. You gated, fool. No, I already have. I have a video made that's gonna be played at my fucking funeral. 
Yeah. You're gonna be cussing everybody out. I'm gonna be what? talking shit to everybody and calling them little bitches <laughs> and for crying like little bitch. Oh, this motherfucker. No, I'm I'm dead fucking. Oh, I'm sure you are dead fucking serious. Yeah, because like that's the thing. Like I, I don't like me personally. Right, this is the way I view it, and I've always viewed it like this for the, for as long as I can remember. When I actually thought about death, like when I was 17, 18, I didn't think about death. I was gonna live forever. Now I'm 33, like I think about death, right? But at the same time, like I always tell people, like like Danny, Wood, you know, Lupe, Marty, now you, you know, come close. They like people come close to me over my in my life, right? And I was like, man, when I like we hang out, obviously we do the podcast and like I go, we go places and shit like that. So like, that's what I value more. And that's what I tell people. Like, that's what I want you. I don't want you to fucking mourn because I died. Like I died. It's the way of life. Just remember me for like talking shit to you. And, and that's what my video is about. It's like me, like telling people like, Hey, don't be a little bitch. Go get a beer from the fucking corner. Cause there will be a keg at my fucking funeral. Get drunk as fuck. Enjoy it. That's the way I would want it. Don't cry for me. Cause I'm gone. I give a fuck. Shit. Hopefully there's an afterlife and I'm in heaven. I'm crying already, man. I miss you, buddy. Shit, you're the one I'm going to talk <laughs> no shit about. I'm sure, fool. I'm fucking sure. But, I mean, I, I like, I'm trying to understand what how you're, I mean, I understand what you're saying, dude, but I just don't understand how you don't understand. Like, that's just the way it is, fool. Like, they're known. That's why they're glorified. Yeah, but, and, I mean, but that's. And I don't even know if that's, like, the right term. Like No, I mean, it, it is glorified because, like, people, like, <clears throat> unfortunately, like, it, we're, they advertise it, and you know his jersey was selling, and people made money off of it. That's that's my deal. Like when they glorify it, it was like Demarius Thomas, and we're gonna have Demarius Thomas Day. Go buy your jersey. Yeah. Like they turn it into a profit for them because the man died. So they glorified his death to for a profit, you know. And yes, it, it's a moving tribute, but at the end of the day, they made millions of dollars off of this guy dying. Yeah. Same thing with like like unfortunately with Kobe. Yeah. Like, all this shit. Like, they glorify their death, make a shit ton of money, and they're like, oh, he'll live, he'll live forever in our memories. And then it was like, how, how has he lived forever in their memories? Like, when is he brought up? When is he, you know what I mean? Like, that's my deal. Like, I think it would be more legit if, you know, they want to do all that, and then they donate that. Any, any revenue from those things would be donated into something that he was passionate about. Like, I'm sure right. he had char- charities and exactly. organizations he was dealing with. Then it would be a lot more legit. See that's, you know? but that's what I'm saying. Like they glorify it for a benefit, and they give him they give him his own story because. But, but but you're you're talking about companies specifically, and and the way I see it is people, the general public do it because they were fans of the guy or they you know fans of the sport and stuff like that, and they're not out there trying to make a buck. But it's also hard for them to mourn about the hundred people that died because they don't know those people. Yeah, but like, that, I they mean, can feel sad for them. They can, but you they know, don't. I mean, feel sad for their families. But but that's the thing. How do you know? What do you know about Demarius Thomas? His sports career, fool. Like, but but that's my deal. Like, how can you get sad because of his sports career? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know him personally, so how can I mourn him? You know what I mean? It's not like he was cut down in his prime. You know, like Sean Taylor, right? When Sean Taylor died. Yeah. Okay. Right. I could understand people grieving him. Obviously, he was cut short in his prime. It was, uh, you know, defending his family. Like, there was a lot of factors there. Yeah. And I could understand that as well. But at the same time, it, it's like right now. If saying, saying the, the the Cowboys heyday, Michael Irvin died. Am I going to cry because he died? No. Will I feel sad? Yes. 
Am I going to go to a candlelight vigil for him? Because, no. Like, dude, like to me, that's what I'm saying. Like, that shit right there does not make any sense. And I just, that's why I feel like they glorify it. Not saying that his death was not tragic. Not saying that his death was not sad. But it, to me, it just doesn't make sense. Okay. That's like people dying over, like, Steve Jobs dying. Oh, fuck. had no idea. Yes, exactly. Okay. I get, I get what you're saying, fool. But people... Are stupid. Aren't, aren't you, fool? Well, yeah, people they, are stupid. They, they, they have other emotions, fool. Like, I mean, I have they, emotions, They too. don't... Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I, just, I, just shed a, I just told you I just <laughs> shed a tear. tear. And, I don't need, <laughs> and I don't cry that often. I, I truly don't. No, I don't either. But, what you call it? They, like, other people, you know, they get invested in that shit, dude. Like, you know this. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. Like, just because it doesn't, it's not something you would do doesn't mean that somebody else isn't going to do it. Like, I mean, I like I said, I get that. But I just don't I just don't feel like because he was famous for being a football player that it should be emphasized more like as opposed to like that's the thing like you can look up the news articles and you can find out the the person that died, right? Like from the tornado. Okay. And it'll identify, "Oh, you know, such and such age blah blah, blah, blah passed yeah, away." Yeah. yeah. No Left picture. behind this or that, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, no picture, no nothing. No no information. Except for his name and his age. Or their name and their age, right? And that's what I don't like. Because it's like, how is one death more but, but more important than another? It's it's not even, not always because the, 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 what do they call it? Whoever's reporting that. Like, whoever's doing that article. Whether it's a website or a newspaper or whatever. Like, they didn't have access to a, a photo or something. You know what I mean? Like, either they have to get permission from the family or the family sends it to them or they use a public website like Facebook or something to get one. And, you know, granted, you know, plenty of people have fucking Facebooks nowadays, but not everybody does. So if it just happened to be that one guy that didn't have a Facebook, right, the family right. didn't mean, want to give him a photo and shit like that. Like, like I understand what you're saying. You you get more of a connection being able to see a photo of them, you know, you know when they're right, living life right. and stuff like that. But... That's that's what I'm saying. Like I just I just don't like the fact that I feel like they they try to glorify it more because he he is famous. When like normal people die, it's just like oh, uh, see, so that bothers you, but it doesn't bother me because I just know that like he's famous. That's why they get that attention. Like he he did things in the sport. People were fans of him. He did well in the sport. You know, so that's why the attention goes to him. And I just understand. Why the attention would go to him, whether or not it's right or not, is a whole nother story. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, it, it's just bothersome. I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't, like, I feel bad that he died. Like, that sucks. Like, he should have, they should have tried to find a way to treat the seizures or, you know what I mean? Like, that's something that could be treatable or, and should be treatable. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on the injuries he sustained from that accident because that's what that started. Yeah, but I mean, like, they, I mean, with, with the advances in medicines that they have right now, like, honestly, if the, if the fucking, goddamn medical association would actually approve these cbd fucking uh medication for seizures like and i mean like alzheimer's like there's a lot of shit that cbd does and they won't approve it because it's cbd hmm. like but that could have been like that's the thing like it's still i don't know i feel i feel like especially being a rich athlete like there could have been ways to figure out how to help resolve that i mean if like joe rogan and all these people can be fucking covid in two days and be all right you know what i mean so yeah oh, you got anything else for uh nah dude i don't know if it's is it copyright infringement if we 
If I fucking play Vicente on the way out, I'm going to glorify his. Are you going to glorify Vicente, huh? Yeah. That's an icon. You shed a tear? Uh, I didn't shed a tear. Okay, but then you can't glorify him, fool. You got to shed a tear. But he was a... I mean, like I said, you you know you made it when... <laughs> when King George when is going to sing your song? When King George is singing your song. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll, play, the, I'll play the one that, that you know. You know what I'm saying? That you remind you of. That it was... Uh, familiar. Yeah. That's the. It just hits different. It just hits different. It hits different, boy. Yeah, no, man, Vicente. Vicente. Don't know who he is, man, but uh, yeah, I mean, another death fool being being glorified fool. Let's not forget that. Yeah, I mean, I don't agree with it either. But the thing about it was, it was different with him, though. Unfortunately. Okay, I want to hear this one. How was it different before? Well, we because go? like with him, he went to like festivals and met with people, and did, like it, he wasn't like he was a star, but a star that was like other people type deal. You know what I mean? Like King George coming to fucking Mavericks. Like, he's for the people. So, like, obviously, he's King George. Resente was the George Strait in Mexican music. Well, of course, fool. That's why he had the song El Rey. Yeah. The king. So, he would come, but he would go to, like, do, like, little shit. He would go do, like, it didn't matter. Like, that was, like, he would play Jamaicas. Like, he would go to Jamaicas when he, like, when he was younger. smaller, yeah. Or, no, just younger. I mean, he was, like, what, 80-something years old when he passed? 81, I think. Yeah, so it's just, like. I don't know. I mean, like I said, people grind over him too, and like it's sad, like that someone's gone and he's not gonna make any more music. But was he even making music now in his eighties? I think he did have a couple songs not too long ago, like a couple years. But he was still touring and like doing shit. So damn, but uh... El Rey, motherfucker, like what do you think? (laughs) So honestly, dude, at the end of the day, there's a lot of deaths that's been around Christmas, and that I think that's what irks me the most. I lost, I lost a little cousin when I was little. Like Christmas Day, she was like five, and imagine like and seeing the pain like my aunt and my cousins went through with that shit. Like, couldn't imagine, especially around the holidays, stuff like that. Like, it just it fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. So, I I don't want to end it on a sad note. So let's uh, what you got for? Let's let's let me think of something here real quick. Oh, playoff time, baby! You think you got it this week? I haven't even looked to be honest. I know I'm in there because your brother-in-law posted the bracket. I don't even remember who I'm playing against. I don't know who you're playing against either. I'm playing against the Meat Puppets. Uh, you're playing against the Red Riots. Mm, okay. Right now, you're projected to lose by six. But you still have Robinson in there. Why the hell do you have Robinson in there? I haven't adjusted yet, folks. Calm down. Well, you had him last week, too. I know. I was like, damn it. The only good thing is you got players playing on Monday, so you know what Justin Jefferson is going to have to get you. There we go. I got Tyreek Hill playing. Eckler's questionable. I put in uh, Higby. Well, no, he's on my bench because Waller's questionable. But I picked up uh, Tua. Tua? Yeah. Only what? Only reason why is because they're playing the Jets. And then he gets injured again. Yeah. What's well, it's, it's either Tula, Tula, Tua, or Tula. or Hurts. So I don't know who. I don't know which one to play. Is it uh one and done? One and done this week. And next week? Uh, next week is two, and the following week is two. Wait. Yeah, that's no. Yeah, no. Hold on. It would be there's four games left, fool. So 
It would be one and done, one and done, and then the championship would be two rounds. Where the fuck is it at? That would make more sense. Yeah, I think so. Well, I went on a four-game winning streak before I lost this past week, fool. So, dude, you got it's in possible by the fucking skin of my teeth. Yeah, the hair on your ass, dude. What the <laughs> fuck? Oh shit! Like you know, you know how you won? How by points scored? Really? That's how you got and, in. And then by how many points scored? Oh no, you blew out. Yeah, you blew them out big time, like oh. by over two hundred points. But that was the reason. So somebody had tied with me, but I beat him out. Yeah, you and my my brother-in-law, CJ, you both were 7-7. and Oh, okay. That's fine. But you had more. It it went off of points for against as opposed to points against. So you had 1,987 points for, and he had 1,700. Oh, okay. And he could have won. He could have fucking won. Oh, he got someone on the bench that would have won it for him? Yeah. He would have taken that. He would have took my spot. I would have been out. I would have been out of the playoffs. I thought I was going to be in for sure. I was like, oh. What did you finish with? I went eight and six. But if I would have lost, I would have went seven and seven. Oh. And oh, it, you played against him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But honestly, you would have beat me out by like 30, 32 points. Oh, okay. So I would have been in either Yeah, way. you would have been the last one in. I would have been the last guy out. But you instead, you knocked out your brother. Yeah, that's right, baby. That's fucking right. Uh, well, I need to adjust my team before tomorrow night's game. Hopefully, I see you in the motherfucking second round, the Super Bowl. Nah, we won't. There would be the championship. Yeah, it'd have to be the championship because I think if me and you. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. If hold on, let me see real quick. Because if me and you both win, I think I would go against uh your other brother-in-law, the one that beat me this past week. Yeah. And then you would go against the other guy. My father-in-law. Is that who that is? Yeah. So my father-in-law's second. Our brother-in-law's first. And then... So we, we have to win. And to then, get it to the finals. Yeah, I'll play my father-in-law. You'll play my brother-in-law. And then I'll just throw it full so you can you can take the money and Shit. and then rub it into your brother-in-law's No, no, no. Hey, we end up in the finals, but we'll split it 200-200. <laughs> Make it easy. Yeah. And then we'll, then we'll dump all of our players and just <laughs> come random. <laughs> That's hopeful. Thing, Fuck man. it. Are you scheduled to win right now? Or not yet. Yeah, I'm. I'm. A, I'm scheduled to win by. Uh, I set my team up with Tua, and I'm up by supposed to be up by ten. But Eckler's questionable, Waller's questionable, and Williams was questionable. So I'll find out about Eckler tomorrow. That was the shitty part about Higby, dude. Him getting the false positive threw him off, and fucking it was a Monday night game, so th- there was nobody left but anybody who was there on that team. On the Rams or that was available. Yeah. Like, there was nothing you could pick from other than those two teams. Like, that's why I just went with the first guy that I saw that they said was replacing Higby. And I was like, well, I mean, that's about all I can do. Like, there's nobody else available or even worth picking up. Well, it, it honestly really didn't matter because Cooper Cup went off for fucking, like, 30-something points. In our, in our family league, so I was down, I was down 68 points, right? Between Jefferson and Cup, I got sixty-seven. I lost by one. Damn! But I was already in. The, we're already done. Like the brackets Seating already wise. set. Yeah, because I I was first seed three weeks ago or four weeks ago, and I lost four in a row, all like this, all by like one or two points. So, so that's a little bit of a happier note, I guess. Yeah. Well, you got anything else for? That's it, baby. That's it. <laughs> well, that's gonna do it for us tonight. We appreciate y'all listening. We'll see y'all next time. And we out.